Hey. <laughs> nice clothes, buddy. Hey, nice clothes, lady. Hi, we're Krisha and Frank. What should I call you? Lady? I don't really call ma'am. I, I, ma'am. 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 Is that a new is that a new jacket, ma'am? It is. I went thrift shopping with you in your own home. <laughs> but you know what? So did I. My, I think I'm wearing a teenage boy's clothes. I think I'm wearing a uh, shirt that I was given to me when I was thinner, and I thought I'll never be able to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a beautiful. I'm sure if my sister is watching, you might recognize this uh, from I don't know the 1990s mm. or the 2000s. It's really or, nice. It's something. It's Brooks Brothers. It's really it's, beautiful. Is it, it, it fits right, right? Yeah. I mean, if I got, do I have to pull well, down the back a little bit? I actually like very Let's quickly. Explain. Very quickly, you you mentioned like weight and all this thing. I would just like to point out that 2020 was. Uh, a year that no one had ever experienced anything like that ever before. And it does not matter what has happened to your body. As long as you have taken care of your mind and you are feeling okay, your body will get to where it needs to be. But it took a year for all of this to happen. So we'll we'll deal with it as the year passes. Can I mention that in the few short weeks that I've started standing up mm-hmm. to record radio, mm-hmm. um, I feel like I've, I've lost a a tad of weight just because I stand and I I do the things that I would always used to do it was that right. it was that 6 months of me just not stand like not having a stand up job right you know that yeah. really really made me I didn't like it mine was um being involved with someone who gave me beer all the time and I drank a lot of it not at the not in one sitting but it has it wreaks havoc on your body and um, a year of dealing with what we have dealt with and just the stress alone, you're allowed to be in a different body. Your your body's allowed to change and move, and it will do. The sun's coming out. We can go outside. We can move. Ride your skateboard. I ride a, a teenage boy skateboard. Well, what happened? Um, what happened was, yeah. is uh, you needed. We needed to do an emergency. We had a, a mm. costume emergency. Pause. Hi, we're Krisha and Frank. Please oh. check us out, krishaandfrank.com. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can find our merch on our website. That you could probably have bought a nicer shirt from us in the time that it took us to explain. Yes. Um, you can get a be- those sweatshirts are sweet. So um, all I, those shirts that we sell on, uh, on on the Teespring link. I made a mistake, and I came here from the Greenway. Yes. And I was sweaty, and I realized I had left my work bag at home. Because this is where you work. Yes, but I didn't have my work shirt. Yes, and so uh, we needed to do a little um, costuming yeah. here before we started today's program. Luckily, I found a T-shirt that wasn't smelly in my car. So and I, I said, I and he, I said, well, maybe I can find something you could wear. Mm-hmm. Um, let me look around because it just occurred to me. And I so I go upstairs and I'm looking through my closets and we have we have you know two spare bedrooms mm-hmm. up there that have too many things in them that we right. weed out. And they're clothes from years ago when I was different, various mm-hmm. sizes. So I'm trying to find a, a medium or a small. Right. I don't have any smalls, but I thought maybe I have a medium. Um, and instead, I found the other end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. I found a whole bunch of clothes from when we lived in California, including, remember John Stewart? Mm-hmm. He had a show before The Daily Show, mm-hmm. a talk show. And I've got a promotional jacket from The John Stewart Show. That John brought, he used to come on K-Rock all the time. Yeah. So he gave us all these John Stewart Show jackets. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's like a Letterman jacket? 
um, no, it looks kind of like what you would have worn in the 90s, like that kind of odd-looking grunge-style uh, workman's jacket. That's awesome. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it. I'll show yeah. it to you later. But um, anyway, and then I find this gorgeous blue, um, Brooks Brothers mm-hmm. shirt that is my current size, and it's been in a closet probably 15 years. That's awesome. So I couldn't find anything for you because I failed. <laughs> so I come down with this shirt. I'm like, hey. Look what I found. <laughs> but then I had another idea. I said, wait, I got another idea. Mm-hmm. Um, if I go to Frank Jr.'s former bedroom, mm-hmm. there's a, some clothes in there that I thought I, I was saving for Artie. Mm-hmm. But they're, he's n- they're um, too big for Artie. He's, not, he's only seven. Right. He's seven. So or almost seven. And I thought, well, maybe. I'll just go take a look. So I went and pulled a few things. And there, and a, a, a corduroy a suede bugle boy jacket, and I love it. So it is a child's medium. So I don't think Frank Jr. wants it back. I will just say this: the sleeves are where there, there it is. Sleeves oh. are kind of short, but <laughs> other than that, other than that, it fits very well. I don't remember it really. I mean, I'm sure he wore it. Obviously, it was on a hanger. He must have worn it, you know, when he was yeah. in seventh it's grade. It's in very good shape. Yeah. So. Thanks, Frank Jr. <laughs> so, yeah, make it part of your wardrobe. It looks fine. Yeah, I'll just leave it here at the office, and it'll be my spare. <laughs> <laughs> well, some news anchors do that. They have a spare uh, tie or two. That's what I should do. It's Well, uh, you have a cubby. I do have a cubby. I you have a throw, tray. I can throw a, a button down on that cubby and have a backup button. We can reorganize down. it so it can have a little space for a folded mm-hmm. shirt, if you'd like. My, my cubby is a tray. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's more room in the cabinet than just that. What is that noise? Um, I, next door neighbor Nancy is shoveling dirt. Oh, I thought they were killing those dogs that bark. <laughs> I thought uh, that they were burying the dogs or, or digging a fence for the dogs. That's what I thought was going yeah, on outside they're... today. Um, but next door neighbor Nancy is out there just... With a pile of dirt? You know, di- digging the digging the hits, mm-hmm. the, the oldies. <laughs> pointless, you know, she's, rocking, she's sweating to the oldies out there. She is. And uh, she's trying to move that pile of dirt that's in her driveway. She bought that pile yes, of dirt. right. It's an intentional pile of dirt. She bought it. And I would actually wish, I, I don't know how to ask her this, but I w- was hoping she could shovel some. Hey, can I have some dirt? But instead, she sent me the link of where to buy my own. So I thought, okay. She I, didn't want to share her dirt. I'll let it go. She paid good money for the dirt, yeah. so I'll let it go. But I mean, I'm not trying to steal her dirt. It's her dirt. But what I thought was going on. She'll never notice if you go out in the middle of the night and it's close enough to where I peed on the, the peach tree. It's mm-hmm. in that same part of the neighborhood that I realize um, it's not as dark as I think. She's got a security light. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I'm not touching Nancy's dirt. No, and she's observant. She's an observant lady. Oh, yes. Yeah, she, she notices knows everything. what's going on. Oh, yeah. So she knows when you're here. <laughs> what's going on with the dogs? Well, if you were to be a longtime Krisha and Frank show listener or viewer... Uh, you might remember back toward the beginning when we would sit out on the podcast porch mm-hmm. and I would talk about the house behind us being for sale and how I met the Californians. Well, the Californians who, that were going to buy the house. And then they didn't buy it because it wasn't bad. nice enough for them. Right. They did too much work. Well, a guy from um, Halls or Powell or somewhere <laughs> over there, one of the North Knoxville mm-hmm. area, and his wife bought the house. So they're used to living in... In the rural areas where your dogs can just bark constantly for absolutely no reason and you never tell them to shut up? Either that or they're a lot, they had room to roam. So, but what he's done here now that he's in suburbia yes. is he's put the, not the, it's not the Labradoodle, what's the other one? 
Labrador? No, no. It's a combination of golden doodle. Golden doodle. Labradoodle. I mean, some kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe that's might not even be a doodle. Maybe it's just a goldador. <laughs> okay. Or a... Okay, I don't know. Labradin. <laughs> what was a thing? Yeah. One of those things. It's a hybrid... Something. Special. Large breed. dog. And then he's got this other one, which is, I believe, a Belgian Malinois, which is a police dog. Yes. You know, and they're, they're not small. No, they, they. This one's young and is growing, but they look like German shepherds. But they're, they're police dogs. They mm-hmm. attack. They can be used as drug sniffing dogs. They're very brilliant, yes. smart dog. And he's got the two of them, and he's got them on uh, leashes on ropes, so they can walk back and forth on this limited yes. amount of space. And he, he doesn't want to keep them there because he doesn't have a fenced-in yard yet. Because the yeah, he bought a house that doesn't have a fenced-in yard, and it's not mm-hmm. even really a yard. It's more of a, a woods yes. on a hill. Yeah. But he feels that the dogs can roam around in there and be happy, maybe. Mm-hmm. So he plans to build a fence, which has started the whole cavalcade, avalanche, mm-hmm. of me hiring Steve's tree service to take down the trees mm-hmm. before this, the Californians We're moved gonna in build a fence to build the that. fence because it would mess me up, you know, right, to have right, the, right. his fence... And then a gap where those trees were, and then my fence, because right. So now all, they can just link on and. That's what I yeah. want to do is move my my property line to where his fence goes. So he had a surveyor out, mm-hmm. and the surveyor's out there, and I, of course me, I'm nosy. <laughs> I know. I called you on the phone. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, you're like, I'm watching the surveyors. <laughs> I go out there, and of course I just strike up a conversation <clears throat> with the course. surveyor, <clears throat> and I ask what's going on. And he was had the, all the tools and the mm-hmm. things, and he was nosing around, finding this piece of rebar, which I guess is the property, property marker, line. that divides my property from mm-hmm. these two others. It's my property, it like goes, it's like a T. Right. My line goes this way, and then there's a line that makes a T, and these two neighbors, they both mm-hmm. corner in corner the middle of my, my property line. So that's the one he's found. And this is important because that's where the corner fence post obviously is going to go. And I'm deeply invested in in what's going to happen here. Because it's your yard too. Yes. And I want to, I want to, you know. You don't want them posting up on your side. Right. And I'm going to have to, if that gets all overgrown, that that dead end between fences, I'm like, what am I going to do? Yep. Got to do something. Yeah. So (laughs) these dogs, these dogs, these dogs, I, I've gone a long way around the corner to say they bark all the time. Now, they're not, I shouldn't say that because they're, obviously the neighbors are home mm-hmm. and tending to the dogs. The dogs are indoors. When the dogs are in the house, everything is fine. But, I, but every when we would be, time I pull up into your driveway, they yeah. are bark crazy. Yeah. Every time I'm leaving, they are bark crazy. We, I was here one day. We were kind of outside doing something. They were they started barking at us. And like your neighbors were outside and they were still like Yeah, anytime the dog crazy. is on that, that clothesline leash... Yeah. It barks up as it gets tangled. Which is anytime it's outside. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, how do we do an outdoor show on the podcast yeah. porch when I'm getting a headache from dog barking? And and the thing is, like, I know that you were saying that you're hopeful that it's the reason that the reason they're so barky is because they're on the lead, which may be part of it. But if they're barky dogs that just bark at every fart yeah. that they hear when somebody's yeah. car door closes, yeah. they're going to bark all the time, and I found something for you. Because then, yeah, then actually they'd be closer to me because they, yeah. oh, yeah, they'd be able to get all the way up to my property line because currently they yeah. can't. Now they can just be in the corner. <laughs> That's what the survey man said. Be careful. He says, you know, I, you got to be careful with your fences and make sure your neighbor understands because I did a property line for some neighbors and their pit bull chewed through two fences and then killed the other dog. I said, well, I don't have another dog. All I have is a swimming pool in which their dogs could drown. 
Well, but also well, I don't if, want him killing you. No, I'm saying if your if your grandchildren are here <gasps> and they're out at the pool and a dog, uh, yeah, yeah. So I found something for you. I found something that might help. Okay. But we have to talk about Steve's tree service. But or no, I'm sorry. This is it's a, a bones. We gotta talk. It, about, we're gonna give the dog. You mentioned Steve's tree service, and my brain was on Steve's. I'm sorry. No, Steve, we love it's Steve. not your turn. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna give the dog a bone. Zones.com. Don't forget the ass. Because actually, what? I just, I love your little, we're going to give the dog a bone. Zones. Zones. <laughs> you're like, what? I'm like, I'm laughing at your dumb joke. Thank you. I know you're not used to that. <laughs> Thank you, Carly. I appreciate it. Well, anyway, uh, Dr. Bass is the world's foremost forensic anthropologist. He has done so much research into human decay. He has a, you know, I almost would rather live next to the body farm than Barky Dogs. I would too. I don't know if that seems weird, but my friend Bean was talking about this on his show, and I said, actually wrote to him, I said, you know, there is a condo complex, like, right next to the body it's farm. It's, like, right up above it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, a, on a strong day, yeah. you might catch a, a whiff. <laughs> but, yeah, at BoneZones.com, don't forget the S. You can get all sorts of cool Dr. Bass stuff. And right now, I mean, he's not able to go out and do his yeah. talks and do seminars that he was doing, and it's been a year. Um, but you can get the travel cups. You can get all of his books. The Dr. Bill Bass groupie hat is nice. I love that. Um, this one really looks spectacular. I sent my friend Bean, like I mentioned him all the time, mm -hmm. I know, but I sent him a Body Farm t-shirt, mm -hmm. um, and he goes on his show saying, there must be a gift shop. The Body <laughs> Farm must be open to the public. There must be a gift shop, because Frank sent me this shirt. I'm oh, like, no, I, no, I wish no. they would put a gift shop no, at the Body Farm. No. no, this is the gift shop. This is the gift shop. It's online. Yeah. It's bonezones.com. <laughs> if you want to buy a, there's no actual gift shop at the Body Farm, but you can buy this. You can't this. go there either. So you can buy these things. You can buy Dr. Bass shirts. You can In buy... In fact, maybe next time, sometime, when Bean is here, I would like for him to try to go to the body farm. He and I did. Try yeah. to go. We drove by it. You can drive by we, it. Yeah, I drove by it. I tried to get close enough so he could smell it. But you try to... You get you get too close, and buddy, they'll light you up. Yeah, it was yeah. like a Sunday afternoon, and the parking lot was empty, and I knew that we just kind of... <laughs> but it wasn't uh, it wasn't a hot enough day oh do they <laughs> it wasn't enough wind <laughs> but yeah bonezones.com don't forget the s you can get all sorts of great stuff there <laughs> so i found <laughs> oh the day i forgot that i had drove bean to the body That's... farm i guess it was a light rain it was what it was i forgot that i drove him so, up to the gate hoping that we could catch a whiff which is disgustingly weird so we can post this um there's all sorts of these but we can post a link to it and you don't need anything but this well remote. if they sell it on amazon we can they do i'm trying to find it the to one. our um krisha and frank show account yes i'm trying to find Meaning the one that, that you get can get on amazon because chewy chewy's a pain in the booty you don't want to go through chewy no no i don't have an account with chewy right. i have a, a mark affiliate marketing with uh, but it's amazon an ultrasonic remote so you don't have to put any like little speaker outside of your house or anything it's just a remote. Something All right, when well, we just fell off of well, me, oh no, and it frightened was me. it inside the coat? I don't was know. Was there a mouse in the coat? But it felt. I don't know. I'm fearful. Um, oh, sorry. It's fine. Maybe it was. It's fine. Um, well, there's a. Uh, can I get you something? <laughs> you have a tissue. No, I don't know. Um, Napkin. But it's just a remote. Gum wrapper. And and the cool thing is, it's the ultimate bark control. Okay, I had bought a thing in Burbank that was this back, you know before technology was so advanced. It was supposed to be a, a high-frequency thing that I kept uh, in the wall outlet in my bedroom uh -huh. trying to get that next-door neighbor, Barky Barker Dog, to stop, and it didn't really work, and I thought maybe because it was inside. Right. This but one, this you is... could just step out on your porch and boop What right would happen? Uh, it's supposed to, it's up, the range is 16 feet. Is it? 
how far is that? Oh, well, the pool is 20 feet long. No, the pool is 40 feet long. Okay. 20 feet wide. That's a hell of a pool, isn't it? Um, but so that's uh, so that they're. But you could go stand at the edge of the pool. I could have to figure out what's the hypotenuse. So if you take 20 squared, what would be. Let's see. I don't know, Frank. What? I, I don't know. Go ahead. If I do a squared plus b squared equals c squared, I can give you the hypotenuse of the pool, the diagonal, which would be the approximate distance plus the, uh, the pool equipment and then the decking on this side. This is probably a little, I can probably do this off air. I, I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> right. I don't know what you're talking about, but. Well, I, I'm in, I'm a little bit in Scholar's Bowl mindset. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I thought Hey, Scholar's was... Bowl kids, if the pool is 20 <laughs> feet wide and 40 feet long, what's the diagonal? Um, but it's supposed to. It's 20 squared plus. It's supposed to shut them up. It's supposed to shut them up. squared. And then the square root of that, whatever the answer is. So it's a dog training tool. Okay, and... so I can be Pavlov, is what you're telling me. Yes. Is that? Ooh, this one's got a 50 foot range. Instead of ringing a bell, oh yeah, that's what I need. Yeah. Instead of ringing a bell to get them to salivate because they think they're going to get f- fed, mm-hmm. I would ultrasound them. No, I would high ultrasound frequency. Them. What would you call it? Ultrasonic. U- ultrasonic them. Mm-hmm. High ultra frequency. Ultra. Yeah. High fr- you, I would. Every time they start barking, you give them a little Zap reminder. Their... Yeah. That. Up, oh, not nope, bob up. It's like shaking a can at them, mm-hmm. except you're doing it from over here, and and human neighbor doesn't know. Yes. Whereas if you got a super soaker and just soaked up the water from the pool and they would hosed know. them, they would know. Yeah, because the dogs would come home wet every day. Yeah. Well, the dogs would be in their home. <laughs> well, I mean, they would come yeah. back to the house and they try to get the, the lady would yeah. be like mad. Why are you dogs? What did you do? Or you could, I could take my tap shoes out. They smell like chlorine. No, I could I, take my tap shoes out. Don't need chlorinated dogs. No. Um, yeah, and tap on them. Uh huh. Or we can get a Bluetooth speaker. Could you skateboard around the pool without falling in? I think I'm getting ready to. Sorry, that's, <laughs> that's gonna be a thing. You found me a shirt and a skateboard. Well, they were together. Yes. I think that's the skateboarding shirt. Skateboarding jacket. Yeah. So um, that's <laughs> brought up the skateboard too. Yeah. <laughs> Just as a joke, and you're like, <gasps> skateboard. I'm glad yes. I didn't bring up the Pee Wee Herman doll. Leave that down there. <laughs> I'm keeping that. <laughs> so. All right, so we can go out there and I guess we should. How much are they? Do we need to buy twenty bucks for the show? I'll go to the pet store and see. Well, we can buy. We should buy it on Amazon. At least we get the affiliate marketing. Yeah, we affiliate ourselves. We can. Why not? You know. I mean, I can't. Well, we will. There's a way to do it. If Um, I buy it, right? I can buy it through our. I can buy it through my Prime through our affiliate Um, program, and we'll get the affiliate money, which is like a dollar. Yeah, but still, if on twenty, you know what you could do. What? Is if you're one of our fine sponsors and you'd like to sponsor that segment of the Christian and Frank show, mm-hmm. you could I'll go out there and rouse the dogs and Frank and hit the button and then it's going to backfire and I'm going to have a stroke. <laughs> what if you get it and you're like out on the porch? <laughs> and you come home and I'm like this with my finger on the no, button. My finger, no. I, I'm dead and with my finger pressing the button permanently. <laughs> what if? Well, you've got to stop joking about that. But what if you're out on the porch Why? and you're just... Because when I'm actually dead, you can go back and watch these shows and laugh. And you're frack a sack of frack a sack and these barking dogs and Jerry's in here and every time you hit the button, she's like... Burp! <laughs> That's the opposite response. She got hypnotized in college. Yeah. And the suggestion was when the hypnotist bites a lemon or bites an imaginary fruit of mm-hmm. some kind, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, all right, blah, blah, blah. A year later, the hypnotist comes back to her college, and she's not going to the show, but she's walking by, mm-hmm. and he does the bit, and she's re-hypnotized. Uh-uh. We, I don't uh, believe that. I don't. I didn't believe it either. So then... Where uh, when we lived in LA, we used to for go to the theater. Except the theater was sitcom tapings. Yeah. On a Tuesday night or a Friday night, you'd go. That's so. Cool. And you'd watch some, especially when our friends had guest appearances in it. Mm-hmm. Like go, that's why we saw Reba so many times. <laughs> or we went to see Yes Dear. Went to see um, Seinfeld. Went oh, to see. I want to do that. Everybody, lo- I think I went to see Raymond. But anyway, I, I, a lot of these shows would go. Mm-hmm. That was entertainment. So instead of a stand-up. Uh, comic as the warm-up act one of these shows had a hypnotist and he's asked some volunteers who can be easily hypnotized and a few people go down front and jerry and i are just laughing and uh he's doing this bit where he's trying to get them to go under and some guy is just being a jerk he's not going under he's resisting because all they have to do is go under and raise their hand Mm -hmm. that's the bit yeah and i'm watching i'm thinking why is this i I, i've never been hypnotized ever i've tried yeah i tried to get hypnotized tom silver i tried to get him hypnotized to lose weight didn't work Mm -hmm. i'm watching the guy going i don't believe in hypnotism because i doesn't work on me Mm -hmm. and then i look over and here's my wife in the audience like this with her hand up and her head down Uh uh-uh and i said that can't be true we go to the tennessee valley fair (laughs) years later she gets picked, she volunteers or gets picked mm-hmm. and goes up on the audience, on the stage. Mm-hmm. And she, she didn't, they didn't make her do anything weird. Right. Except maybe crow like a rooster. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I pictured. Every time I push the button, button like, she's going. <laughs> so I, I've never even attempted to be hypnotized. I just don't believe it's true. I don't well, believe it's true. I don't either, except that my wife can get hypnotized. I just, I don't believe it's true. I, I know that Ellen DeGeneres like fully believes in it and all these things. I know a friend who was like, I quit smoking by hypnotism. I'm like, it's a bunch of Whoa. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Honey, where's the bit? I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm going to put money in the swear jar. Uh, I... I I'm so happy right now. I was at the Tennessee Valley Fair. and I was Jerry walking. says to you, don't give him any extra editing work. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, no, this is my you joy. You just got to put a sound effect in there. I will. Uh, but I'm walking past the hypnotist tent. and Tennessee Valley Fair guy. Yeah. Tennessee Valley Fair guy, but it's outside, right? Yeah, yeah. And the same I one see, that Jerry. Yeah. I see three people that I know. Hang on. I think so. Yeah. 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 Who I see on stage at getting hypnotized, right? Yeah. And he's up jumping, running around, chasing people and all of this stuff. And just, I mean, it's just over the top, whatever. And I was like, that's some BS. I know he's... for sure. Cause like, and when he's done, he's like, man, I'm getting paid $35 a show <laughs> to just go up there and do this stuff. And I was like, I knew it. So there's paid actors. I knew it. Oh, of course there are. Of course there are. Okay. Think of how many times you could get an extra job doing all sorts of things. I'm sorry. People's court, not real. Judge Judy, not real. All right. But see, I, I can't. I've had enough experience with hypnotism on other people that I, I was convinced because. I think Jerry's screwing with you. Okay. There's a when I worked at K Rock, we used to have Tom Silver the mm-hmm. hit, on the show. He would like do shows, ha, ha, Lakers halftime shows, and he would come on, 
and hypnotized this intern named Big Tad. Mm-hmm. And Big Tad was gullible. Mm-hmm. And if you're watching, Tad, God bless you. But you were at that point in your life gullible. <laughs> and uh, Kimmel would create all of this horrible torture mm-hmm. for, t- for Tad to do while he's under hypnosis. Mm-hmm. These insanely creative but horrific ideas. You know, yeah. a certain body part is turned into a poisonous snake and blah, blah, blah. Well, one time, Tom Silver's on the phone with me booking his next appearance. And for some reason, we think it'd be funny to see if he could rehypnotize Tad over the phone. Mm-hmm. So either Tad is not gullible and f- I'm gullible but I, Tad was out. He was out on the floor of my office mm-hmm. because Tom Silver rehypnotized him over the phone. I don't know, man. You think I'm the gullible I one? I think so. I think Jerry might be messing with you. <sighs> yeah, that's what she did. And you're totally rested and awake. That's what happens next. They, they do this and you wake up or they bite the orange. Arrgh. Um, for Frank Jr., who's uh, given up YouTube for Lent, I'll describe that Krisha is pretending to be hypnotized the way Mom was at that show where her head is down and her arm is up and she's still wearing the blue jacket that I found in your closet from seventh grade. Thanks for that. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta go. (laughs) Uh, He gave up YouTube, but he's listening to the show. Yeah, I know. I know. So that's why we described the jacket, so you know which one it was. Well, well and, and there are other people that just listen, so it's sometimes fun when Krisha stops talking because you're like, "What happened?" Is she okay? Did she, she never stroke does out? That. <laughs> we didn't expect her to go first. Oh, stop! <laughs> Please find us tomorrow. See more Smokies. We are at um, where did we go? I think we went to NOCCR. Yes. Nope. That's that's nope. not it. We are at not the Hala. Outdoor Center in Gatlinburg. Because when I put it into NOCC. into Google yeah. Maps to go, we go to NOC, yeah. they tried to get us to go to NOCCR, which, which is, is the, the right New place. Orleans Clinical Something Research, Clinical Trials. I mean, that would have been really fun. Well, no, they they pay people to do that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we, do, we didn't get paid. <laughs> no. We but check us out tomorrow. You can find everything at krishaandfrank.com. Please subscribe to your YouTube. And if you would like Audible, audibletrial.com slash krishaandfrank. 30-day free trial. You get a free download during that 30 days. You get to keep forever and ever. Just and... like Krisha gets to keep this coat. Ow. <laughs> Is coat the trigger word? Crap. Yes. That, I was joking that coat was the trigger word. I'm sorry. You okay? Yeah, you didn't do it. All right. I punched your chair. Lord, help us all. <sighs> you want to say it or should I? You go ahead. Fudge. Fudge. <laughs>